Hello, and welcome back to Here's the Thing. Man, guys, Hollow Weekend is just wrapping up. Um, that was a blast. I went home and went out um, on Friday and Saturday with a couple of my friends from high school. We had a great time together. I went as a skull princess, I guess you could say, the first night, and the Joker the second night, which I know is kind of a stereotypical uh costume to do but also I think it's the coolest costume I've ever had and um my makeup was fire so if you want to see pics of that go check out my Instagram it's stell s-t-e-l-l-r dot a-e so you can go check out my costume on there but um since I got back to school I've been feeling a little bit down and I thought why not talk about something that really excites me so today I'll be talking again about one of my greatest passions, and that is cultivating good relationships, good romantic relationships, um, especially in the context of high school and college, because that's where I am, and I know that's where a lot of you are. So this will be a part two to my previous dating episode. If you didn't listen to that one, go give it a listen and a comment. Um, Give me some feedback. I love hearing from you guys. Um, My listens lately my audience has been growing exponentially which I really um appreciate and I've been hearing great things from you and I really appreciate really appreciate excuse me the encouragement so thank you guys so much for that um I got a lot of good feedback on the other dating episode and people were asking for more so here we are um again I just wrote out a list of things that I've learned And there will definitely be a part three to this at some point in the future because, I mean, the things I talked about in the last episode and now adding on today are only a fraction of the lessons I've learned um, and the things I could talk about for a very long time. But to get into it today, we're going to begin with this point. Um, Dating is nothing more than an evaluation of other people. And I don't think this is always the case. I am talking about this in the context of serious dating, you're looking for marriage. Um, Because I think hookup culture has changed a lot about how people think about this. Um, And I know some of you might disagree with me. And you know what? That's okay. But I think a lot of people now will look at dating as simply something for fun, something for your own enjoyment, something for your own pleasure, something to spice up life. And they do not take it as seriously um, as it maybe should be taken. I There's a time and a place for fun. I'm not saying there is no fun in dating. It is very fun. But really, the sole purpose of dating is evaluating other people um, to see how compatible you are for something more serious. Um, and I think it's really important to go into dating, into a relationship with that mindset Um, because while you always want to think the best of people, yes, you are also evaluating another person, and that means taking into consideration both their pros and their cons, their flaws, and the things they do really well. Now, I'm not saying you should be judgmental. I'm not saying that you should be only scanning for bad things or, like, on super high alert for potential red flags all the time, but I am saying... The reality of dating is that a lot of people will not work. Most of the people you go on dates with, 
maybe get into a relationship with are not going to be the people for you. And that does kind of suck. And I know that's not the case for everybody, but most people you date, you're not going to end up married to. Um, and that's simply because you're not made to be perfectly compatible with everybody. You're made for very specific people. Very specific people are made for you. And the dating process is a way for you to learn about another person and really just see how compatible you are. Um, I know a lot of people, some of my friends and myself in some past situations have gone into relationships with the mindset of you need to make it work because um, you love this person, you like them, and you can force compatibility. I don't think this is true in any regard. I think people can put aside some of their differences for a while um, to maybe force a little bit of compatibility, but at the end of the day, those things that you shove aside, those things that you do or that the other person does that does not click with the other, that does not work, those things will emerge. Those things do come back up. And if it's something that you really just can't work through, something you can't deal with, that's going to lead down a pretty rocky road pretty quickly. Um, so if you are just yourself as you go into a relationship and you set the the standard of being fully transparent with one another personality-wise and with who you are as people and you don't try to hide those things that you are not so proud of, um, you can really decide quickly how compatible you are with another person and um, if you do that and you figure out right from the start, shoot, maybe we're not as compatible as we thought we were, you cannot, I mean, you can get out of wasting each other's time, potentially. Um, and a lot of the time, if, if you realize early on and you can end that significant relationship a little bit earlier on, feelings are less hurt and generally it's a little, it's more beneficial for, for both parties. Um, along the same vein as this, and I'm struggling to remember now if I mentioned this in the past episode or not, but I do think it's really important, so I'll stress it again. Um, getting into a relationship does not fix your insecurities and it does not fix your personal problems. It only exposes them. Um, first of all, you can't go into a relationship with the expectation that the other person or the relationship itself is going to take away all of your personal problems and heal who you are as a person, um, at an emotional level, at a spiritual level. That's an unfair expectation to place on another person. And the reality is another person, another person will never be able to fulfill that for you, will never be able to fix you completely. Um, I talked about insecurity uh, quite a bit in the, the last episode and talked about how if you do not feel valuable by yourself, if you don't feel valuable in your singleness, you are not ready for a relationship. Um, and I'm, I'm not preaching that at you, I'm speaking that to you and to myself, um, because I also mentioned recently that there were a couple months where I did not feel valuable by myself and in my singleness, and that was something that I had to overcome. Um, but I also know that if I had gone into a relationship at that point, if I had tried to invest in one, my immediate, um, my go-to action would be to try and shove that to the side and find validity in that relationship 
and I'm not in that mindset anymore. But if I had tried to do that, those insecurities I was having would have caused problems. They would have been exposed. So another person, a relationship, will not fix your insecurities, will not heal um, the things you're not feeling fulfilled in. It'll only expose your insecurities. It'll only expose the cracks that you tend to fall into. Um, and it's important to recognize some of those things and heal some of those things on your own before you get into a relationship. Um, going back to the unfairness aspect of that too, when you're in a relationship with somebody else, especially in a dating um, context, but also in a marriage con context, you are still both broken people you are always going to be broken people. You always will have some insecurity somewhere, and so will the other person. And it's really important when you enter a relationship, even if you feel like, even if you are very confident in yourself, very secure in yourself, and the other person is as well, it is very important to make clear to the other person that you don't expect them to solve all of your problems, and that you don't expect them to be your source of fulfillment. Um, because at the end of the day, another person is not physically, emotionally, spiritually capable of making you full and making you completely healed and making you well. Um, on the opposite side of that, if you're going into a relationship, um, don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself to completely fix somebody else. Um, there is always self-healing to be done. There are always insecurities to work through. Um, and the most important thing you can do for someone else is encourage them as they go through that individual journey. Because here's another point here. In dating, you are still single. You are still your own individual being. You are still your single being. Because dating is not a covenant. Dating is a commitment. So when you're going into that committed relationship, the most you can do is encourage someone else on their individual single journey. Um, and that is something you can expect from someone else. You can't expect them to fulfill you, but you can expect that they will be there to encourage you, to love you, to uplift you. Um, and you should be in a space where you can do the same thing for someone else. Um, you are not going to provide full fulfillment for another person. You never will. But what you can do is love people and respect people and treat them um uh, treat them because treat them well because you know the value that they possess and um expect that other people will treat you kindly because of the value you possess even as you go through your own individual journey. I know I tripped over my words there a little bit. I hope that made sense. Um, I'm trying to, like, combine multiple points at once, but end of point one. I hope that was beneficial to you in some way. Point two, when you're getting into a relationship or considering starting to date somebody, pay close attention to who they spend their time with. This goes for guys and it goes for women. Um, and I almost think this goes for women more, as in guys, you should pay attention to this, uh, because women tend to be a little bit more 
gossipy. And if you're talking to a girl and you notice that all of her friends only talk shit about people all the time, um, or you notice that her friends are not very encouraging, not very uplifting, um, and not very helpful when it comes to the real deep issues in life, that can say a lot about who the person is that you're looking at dating in the first place. Um, this goes for the girls too. If you're looking at dating a guy and all of his friends are disrespectful, maybe belittling to other people, um, maybe they objectify women a little bit or just objectify other people in general, chances are either of those ways, the person you're looking at potentially getting into a relationship has similar values because they would not value those friendships um, if they thought differently. Um, another little thing to look at here, and I think this is kind of a situational piece of advice, is look at whether or not they have friends in the first place. Now listen, I'm not saying this to disrespect my introverts out there. I'm also very introverted. I get sometimes you sometimes people just prefer to be by themselves. Um, and I'm not saying everybody needs huge friend groups. But if you're talking to somebody who has never been able to keep consistent friends or has never been able to keep consistent friend groups or they've lost a lot of friends and they just don't know why everybody would leave them, there probably is good reason. I'm saying this from a lot of life advice, both with people I've talked to um, in a dating concept and just people I've looked at becoming friends with or started a friendship relationship with. Um, most of the time, if you're getting to know somebody and they talk a lot about how they've never really been able to keep good friends or everybody seems to leave them, usually there is a reason for that and it is not the fault of the people who left them. Now, again, this is situational. I don't think that is always true. But so far, in my experience, that has been true most times. Um, if I was looking at becoming closer friends with somebody and they spoke a lot about how they'd never really had good friends, um, they got cut out of a lot of friend groups... Nine out of ten times when I've con uh, continued those friendships, I've found out the reason pretty quickly. And that friendship turns toxic very quickly. And it is not a good thing. So if you're looking at talking to somebody and they maybe have had trouble keeping friends, um, and it's not just because I have social anxiety and I struggle to to talk to people and have the energy to deal with people, that is a very real reason to not have many friends. And I think that is a completely different thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, some people just are that way. But if it seems like they've had a lot of drama, perhaps, in their past friendships, their past relationships, and they, don't, they can't really pinpoint what the issue was, chances are it's probably them and you should probably avoid that relationship. I've had multiple friendships and relationships that looking back on it now, um, either 
all of the friends of this person were very disrespectful or they had never been able to maintain good healthy relationships either with friends or other significant others um i've had quite a few relationships like that and every single one has crashed and burned because very quickly the reason became apparent um i'm gonna link this back to what i was talking before if you're talking to someone and you notice this don't tell yourself that you can be different and you can go fix it and change it because first of all that's not your responsibility second of all there's probably just some intrinsic insecurities um things that need to be worked through within the mind in the heart of that person maybe some maturing that needs to happen um and that's something that can happen outside of a romantic relationship that's something that should happen outside of a romantic relationship um and probably definitely not one that you want to be investing in so end of point two that's where i'm gonna end with that one i could elaborate more but hit me up and we'll discuss instead point number three this i guess is a little bit out of order i think this is more um before dating when you're interested in somebody or after when you have had a negative experience with somebody and i just wrote down the quote i cannot be negatively affected by the presence or absence of blank if you're looking at somebody to date if you are interested in somebody there is a very real truth to the attract don't chase um mindset because we do possess a lot of energy within ourselves as humans and your mindset um when looking at dating somebody can completely change how you appear to them both physically and emotionally let me expand on this if i am seeing somebody that i would potentially be interested in dating i think they're very cute i think they have a lot of good things going for them if we start to talk a little bit i tend to get flustered and i tend to start getting a little bit obsessive thinking about them all the time and that makes me nervous that starts me on a cycle of nerves and anxiety or at least it did and then i switched around my mindset because i heard someone else say this quote i cannot be negatively affected by the presence or absence of blank and i don't remember where i heard this or who said it i think it was in a book i read but essentially what she said was if you repeat this to yourself with the name of whoever's making you flustered making you nervous eventually those negative flustered feelings will go away and you will strictly be confident in how you're portraying yourself to this other person um again i tend to get myself into a cycle of nerves and then i become way too obsessed with how i am coming across to that person but um if i okay example name kyle if i see kyle at school and i feel myself starting to get nervous and flustered i will literally repeat to myself 
I cannot be negatively affected by the presence of Kyle, by the presence or absence of Kyle or absence. Because, you know, when you have that person in mind and they leave, you start to get obsessive. You start to think about them a lot. And that can be bad for your mental health, too. That can be very draining. So literally, I would repeat to myself, I cannot be negatively affected by the presence or absence of Kyle. And repeating that to myself, eventually it became true. And it became apparent in how I presented myself and in the confidence that I felt. Because when I repeated this enough, pretty soon I started not getting flustered. And I felt very confident in who I was whenever I came across Kyle, whenever I approached Kyle. I didn't get that nervous feeling anymore. Um, And I also think that completely switched around the energy I had. Because as soon as I began with this mindset, I realized... Or notice this new trend of people approaching me. And I didn't look different. I didn't even really act different. But I changed my mindset with how flustered I was getting around people. And that just completely changed my confidence. That completely changed how I how my energy was radiating toward other people. And it's been a really good thing for me. On the opposite end of this, if you've had a negative experience with somebody... Like, if you go through a breakup, it can be really hard to see that person in in person again. Um, I know the anxiety that can be felt with that. I know how nervous, how nerve-wracking that can be. And this is something that has completely changed that aspect um, of seeing somebody, too. So, say Kyle and I dated, and then we went through a breakup, and seeing Kyle was giving me anxiety. If I knew I was going to be at some sort of gathering or event and Kyle was going to be there too, I would, again, repeat to myself, I cannot be negatively affected by the presence or absence of Kyle. I cannot be negatively affected by the presence or absence of Kyle. And again, when I repeated that enough to myself, it became true. And how I carried myself, my nerves went away, my anxiety went away. I just manifested that confidence into being simply by repeating that phrase. Um, I've given this advice to other people. It's worked for them too. It's one that I recommend to you. Um, So if you've had a negative altercation with somebody in the past and you're nervous about seeing them, this could go for friends too. If you've had drama with your friends in the past and you're seeing somebody you haven't seen in a long time, tell yourself you cannot be negatively affected by their presence or their absence. Repeat that to yourself and pretty soon it'll come true. So I guess this could go for literally anybody, not just um, in, a, in a dating setting. But um, that's where I've used it in my own life and it's worked. So I recommend that to you too. My next point, and this kind of can play into the energy aspect too. Other people can sense when you're simply looking for validation And you're not looking for a profound, deep, real relationship. People can sense that. And if you are going into dating with that mindset, you're only going to attract the attention of people who are insecure enough to give that validation to everybody. If you're going into dating, um, if you're looking into dating with the intention of finding validation from somebody and this again plays into the value um uh aspect of what i was saying earlier if you don't feel valuable by yourself 
Um, if you don't feel like you're worth much by yourself and you're just looking into relationships because you know that that guy or that girl will give you the validation you crave deep down, you've got to do some some introspection. You've got to do a little bit of self-change and get to the bottom of why that is because that'll never work well, work well for relationships. And if you are going into the dating setting with that mindset, Again, you're only going to attract the attention of people who are insecure enough to give that validation to everybody. What I mean by that is you're only going to attract the attention of people who are not looking for profound relationships and who cannot offer you any sort of fulfillment. And this is really a trick on your brain because when you're looking for validation and you start attracting all these people... Um, it plays into that cycle because you're being validated. But at the same time, all of these people you're attracting, all these people who are approaching you, um, can probably see that your intention is for validation and you're going to allow them to play into their insecurities as well. And chances are, if you're in the dating uh, ring with this mindset um, as well, The people that you're talking to are probably not the only people you're talking to. And I can guess that if you've ever been in this situation, you are also talking to multiple people. I think this happens for everybody at least once. I don't think everybody is fully secure in themselves all the time. So this could be pretty easy to slip into depending on how well you deal with your value and your security. But um, at the end of the day, when you have this mindset, you're never going to find fully what you're looking for because you might feel validated by another person who approaches you, but it's going to be very fleeting. It's not going to be long lasting. It's not definitely not going to be fulfilling. Um, so take that as you will. I'm not going to force anybody to change um, if validation is all you crave and going through those very quick um relationships is what's working for you right now I'm not gonna judge you but I'm just saying if you are really looking for something profound but you have that intrinsic motivation to find validation it's not gonna work out you got to do a little bit of introspection and change a couple things my next point um and this one has to do with the beginning of evaluation and throughout your dating relationships, truth is your best friend all the time, literally all the time. And there is never a case where this isn't true. If you cheated on somebody, tell them the truth. Um, but even before then, if you're losing feelings enough to cheat on somebody, tell them that. Break up with them. Be honest. Literally just tell them the feelings aren't there anymore. Um, because that's a lot easier for everybody involved than if you decide to go and cheat instead. So if it's something big like that, be honest from the beginning. Don't hide your feelings from that person and then go break their heart later. Even if you don't care that much, even if you are not very, as invested in the relationship as them, even if you don't think they're that invested and they might not even care, be honest from the beginning. Um, don't cheat. There's forgiveness if you have, there's grace here and mercy, but 
I hope that you were honest enough to not find yourself in that situation. Um, smaller things too, if there's something that's bugging you a little bit, be honest about it from the very beginning. Don't wait until it becomes a big habit or a big problem to say something because then it's a habit and it's going to be a lot harder for somebody else to break if it really is a problem that should be broken. Um, if it's something smaller and you're finding you just don't click, that goes back to the compatibility piece. You're not meant to be compatible with everybody. Um, and if you're honest about that from the beginning with yourself and with other people, you're going to save yourself a lot of time and save both of you a lot of um, emotional energy and mental strain. There were a couple, there have been many times where truth has literally, being honest from the beginning, from the start, has saved me a lot of heartbreak, has saved me a lot of anxiety, and has saved myself and another person a lot of time that was probably going to be wasted if we weren't truthful from the beginning. Um, let me give you a couple examples. I went on a couple dates with somebody a couple years ago, and everyone around me was very excited about it. Everyone around me was encouraging me to get into a relationship with this person, and I just wasn't feeling it. And I was talking to one of my friends at the time about this, and I was like, you know, I, I just, I don't know because we were both looking for something serious, right? So this wasn't just like a first date and it went okay. It was, it was like I was really considering a serious relationship, but I wasn't feeling it all the way. I wasn't feeling very confident in it. And this friend at the time was just like, no, just go for it. Like, just, just keep going on dates. Just see what happens. Um, he's really good for you. Like, you guys seem so compatible, so perfect for each other. And my gut was telling me, no, you just need to be so honest with yourself right now and so honest with this other dude because this isn't fair to either, this definitely isn't fair to him um, if you know right now that you're not feeling the same way and he's excited about it and you just got to be honest. And so I listened to my gut and just had an honest conversation and told him, you know what, like I really appreciated the time we spent together. I'm not feeling it, basically, um, and that's, that's fine, that's not a big deal, and we're still friends now, and it's all chill, but if I had continued on with that relationship, if I had continued going on dates with this dude and didn't say anything to him up front, we probably would not be friends right now, things would probably not be chill, but it was, because we were able to be honest from the beginning. Um, in one of the more serious relationships I've had, after we'd been dating a while, there were, like, a couple things that started to crop up. And, again, I would talk to my friends, be like, what do you think I should do? And they would say, just wait it out, just see what happens. Which I think sometimes, sometimes that's okay. But also, this is another instance where I was like, well, I know how I feel about this. And I know it can be changed, so why not just be honest about it from the beginning, right now? So I was, and this dude and I just sat down and had, it wasn't even long, we just had a brief conversation, and literally word for word, almost, nope, that's, that's false, I'm not gonna remember exactly, um, I just said, you know, you did this the other day, it made me a little bit upset, 
and I'm not angry anymore, but I just want you to know that that wasn't something I appreciated, appreciated, and I don't think you're a bad person. I'm not angry at you, but please don't do that again, and he was like, okay, great. Thanks for telling me. I'm really sorry, and I said, I forgive you, and that's all it took. If I had maybe not said something and waited, um, the thing that happened could have become a pattern and then it would have been a lot harder to have a conversation about it because people get defensive. Um, and I'm not, I'm not blameless in this. I do not always handle things the best. I'm human. I don't handle things perfectly. Um, but from the opposite side of it, I know that when somebody approaches me and they tell me they have an issue with something I did months ago and they ha- they've been holding on to it that long and haven't said anything, I get really defensive because I think to myself, what the heck? Why have you been holding on to this so long? Why were you not just honest from the beginning? Because now I've done this thing several times since then and I had no idea it was making you upset and now you're angry at me when really this could have all been resolved from the beginning. Um, so, I mean, both ways. It just works much better, to be honest, with somebody from the beginning and be very straightforward with your feelings in the kindest way possible. And that's not to say everything should be exposed and talked about the second it happens. Give yourself time to think. Give yourself time to feel. I do think it is very important to give yourself time to feel over something and feel it to its extent so that you can let it go before you have a conversation with someone, Um, especially if it's about a problem, a conflict that happened. Give yourself a little bit of space first. That's fine. I'm not saying go chase after them and talk about it right away. That's not always healthy either. But I am saying don't hide how you feel from somebody if you know there's a problem. Um... Be honest from the beginning. It'll save you both time. It'll save you both energy. It'll save you both mental strain. And it's better for everybody in the end. My last point for today. I just wrote down the things will work out mindset will literally change your life. Again, let me elaborate. I'm going to do... I have a whole episode recorded about this mindset just by itself. Um, So I don't want to go too much into detail now, but I will go into detail about it in the context of dating relationships specifically. I have always been a very anxious person, or at least I was. Um, As a kid, I was very nervous and honestly pretty pessimistic. I was always aware of what could go wrong. situationally and with other people and this never worked out for me in my uh earlier relationships and I'm doing quote fingers around relationships because I'm talking about like middle school I was always aware that something could go wrong that it could be a heartbreak right and this really sabotaged how I thought about myself and how I thought about somebody else in relationships. Because I would think about, well, if things go wrong, I'm going to be so devastated. I'm going to be so sad. And this has to work out because it can't go wrong. Like, this person is meant for me. I meant for them. Um, Things can't go wrong. I need to make it work. 
And thinking that way puts so much stress on on my own mind, on my own heart, because I felt like I had to push for things to work all the time. And it put a lot of pressure on another person in my mind to meet all these expectations and to make it work. And around freshman year, I just came to this realization that I need to stop thinking this way. Because I started thinking back to all of the times in my life where I've been anxious about something, where I've been nervous about something, and how literally every single one has worked out. Every single one has turned out fine. Um, Even if it took a little while, even if it was hurtful for a while, even if it was frustrating, even if it was hard to work through, it worked out. And so I had this mindset change around freshman year. That's going to be the premise of a future episode. I have to re-record the one I I did. But um, I just stepped into this mindset of things work out. And I can't even tell you how much anxiety this saved me in my later, more serious dating relationships. Because instead of going into that relationship aware of what could go wrong and always stressing about what could go wrong, I could step into that relationship thinking it could go well, and if it does, fabulous. And it might not. And if it doesn't, that's okay too, because things work out. And I will be okay in the future, and this other person will be okay. This this other person that I care about will be okay. And at some point, life will move on, even if it does go south. And having this mindset, going into a serious relationship with that mindset was such a liberation because I stopped putting so much pressure on myself. I stopped putting so much pressure on another person and I just let it be and I let things happen and I tried my best to be kind and patient and loving and forgiving and excited for this other person and I didn't worry about what if it goes wrong? What if something goes wrong? Because I felt secure in the fact that it could and that I would be okay. Um, my most recent relationship was um, started right around the time where I really started getting into this. And I started doing more, more research on this too and like how changing your mindset can, can benefit your relationships. And so I went into that relationship with that mindset. And you know what? Eventually we did break up. And you know what else? It was fine. Like it was, it was okay. Um, Obviously I was sad. I cared a lot. I was devastated. Um, But I remember even the night we broke up, he left and I just went and cried and journaled about how, you know what? I'm really sad right now, but it'll be okay. I know I'll be okay in the future at some point. I know he'll be okay. Um, And if this is what's happening right now, that's just what was meant to happen. It was just what was meant to happen. And I remember journaling that night about how if we're supposed to get back together in the future, if things are supposed to revert at some time, they will without me doing anything. And, um... I could really just be at peace with the fact that that things happened and my life would move on and eventually I would be okay. And look, here I am, very much okay. And I'm really glad that at that time, even though I was sad, I was able to be at peace because 
I was heartbroken. Yes, it's hard to go through those things, but I didn't have to dwell on that situation. I didn't have to dwell on the fact that it was a breakup and I didn't have to think that my, that my life was over or that even that my life, my life sucked because situationally, yeah, sure, it did suck, but I also knew through this mindset that it was temporary, that I would be fine. Um, and I hope to continue having that mindset as I step into any future relationships. Um, and I recommend if you find yourself to be a very pessimistic person, find yourself to be an anxious person, literally just tell yourself, it will work out, I will be okay, in the future, things will be fine. I don't think it's bad to be aware of what could go wrong, but I think, I really think when you step into this mindset, it becomes possible not to dwell on it and not to have so much anxiety over it. Um, so I'm going to get into that a lot deeper, a lot more in um, a future episode and give you some more specific examples of what I mean by that and how I changed from being a very pessimistic, anxious person into being a very optimistic, at-peace person um, just through that mindset. So stay tuned for that future episode. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I really appreciate you. Um, as always, feel free to reach out. You can DM me at podcast.heresthething on Instagram. You can email me at heresthething16 at gmail.com. Um, if you know me personally, feel free to reach out and text. I love talking to people from home. I, I'm sure I miss you, and I'd love to just catch up and have a conversation. If there's something I talked about in this episode that, I don't know, you don't agree with or you just want to talk more about it, or if you want some advice in your own relationships, please text me, please call me, um, please reach out. I'd like to be a counselor in the future so you guys can, can give me some practice. I've already been able to do that a little bit so far and I think it's been hopefully beneficial for me and you. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your week and I hope from wherever you are, you felt encouraged by this episode.